Welcome to the Surviving Eco podcast, and I have um, two gentlemen with me. Um, Emeka and Ugo. It sounds like the name of a textbook in primary school. <laughs> Ugo see Ugo. <laughs> Ugo see Ugo. Or is it goes to school? Anyway, today we'll be talking about something different. I mean, people that have been following the Surviving Eco podcast, um, you guys are aware that we talk about issues that are centered around Lagos, Lagos centric issues from traffic to you know lifestyle standard of living show business transportation everything but today we are diving deep into culture and it happens that the three of us are from the southeastern part of nigeria so i would like you guys to introduce yourself as wonderful that you are you know you tell us where you're from your hometown and how long you've been in lagos basically so i'll start with you okay i'm Ekumi by name i'm from born in Idemi, not local government I've been in Lagos for like four years now. Four years? Yes. Four wow. years. Okay, before we get into how those four years have been, um, let's hear from Ugo. Hello, my, my name is Ugo Chukwekako. I'm from Ogidi, in Demi North, uh, local government area of Anambra State, uh, Chinachebe's hometown. Oh, wow. Nice. <laughs> and, and I have to brag more. <laughs> Bragging rights. Yes. Uh, so I th- I've been in Lagos since 2016. 2016. I came in on the February 6th. I came in on the first day of the Lagos Marathon on Dambo Day. And today is another Lagos Marathon. So, today, that was when I came in. And uh, it's been an interesting ride. Okay, yeah. interesting. So, um, from your introduction, I discovered you, both of you are from Idemili North. Yeah. And it happens I'm from Idemili South. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's like Idemili North versus Idemili South. Yeah. It's two against one. Two against one. Yeah. Um, the game well, has ended. So, nah. I'm, I think I'm twice as tall. <laughs> twice as strong. Yeah. But for most of my listeners, I don't know. I'm from Oba in um, Demili South local government of Anambra State, but I grew up in Lagos. So maybe that's why I don't hear me speaking a lot of Igbo, you know, my podcast. But today, I'll try my best, <laughs> you know, to vibe on that frequency. <laughs> you know? So um, we have a lot of topics we'll be talking about today. Um, first off, um, do you guys know some of the business hotspots for Igbo people in Lagos? Can you mention? I have, you know, some names up in my head, but I'd like to hear from you. Which areas in Lagos do you think, oh, as somebody from the Southeast, once you just land in Lagos, this place is a hotspot for business, like your business will thrive, you know, if you settle in this area? Uh, I think Alaba. Alaba. Alaba is one. Okay. Where they sell electronics and you have friends that have shops in Alaba. Uh, I have people that have not friends, we have like okay, acquaintances, uh, yeah, we have family people that have like okay. shops that have done businesses. Some are still there trying to, and their businesses are really thriving. Oh, <laughs> under this barrier economy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the interesting thing people say money, no day Lagos money, but when you step out, you see people driving Porsche, you see people driving the latest Benz, well, you know, well, yeah. and to be, to be frank. When you go to places like Agor Palace, you see yeah. a lot of Igbo people. Yeah. The first place I stopped when I came to Lagos was mm. uh, Celebus Club. That's, let's say, a few minutes drive is that Agor Palace way. You understand? So, most of them, they're uh, business guys in Lagos Island. Let's say Idumota, for instance. Okay. Then the trade fair side. Then some are into hospitality business as mm. well. And then even uh, Ladipo. 
Yeah, Ladipo. Ladipo. So, so let's even, let me talk about Ladipo. So yeah. I've been to Ladipo several. Have you been to Ladipo? Yeah. Yeah. When I went to Ladipo in my life, I've never seen people hustle the way like Igbo guys hustle in Ladipo with the whole spare parts, yeah. engine, motor parts, and everything. You know, the only problem I have with Ladipo is that it's polluted with um, like some chemicals, yeah. fuel, carbon, you know, in the soil and everything. You know, apart from that, apart from it being a dumping ground for used cars or used vehicles, I think I, I like the passion and the energy, you know, of people that, that have uh, their own shops there. Yeah, one thing I like about that Ladipo, for instance, when I was in Onitsha, there are parts of cars you won't see in Onitsha, but they will tell you less order from Ladipo. Bro, within five days or six days, <laughs> the spare parts are in our nature, and I'm like, ah ah, kilo is elevating the hamburger. Anyway, but like you said, I think it's a dumping ground, and yeah. and a lot of, a, a lot of people is like the first point of call for not just uh, of spare parts that goes across the country mm. as far as the northern part of Nigeria, because people, if, if you go there sometimes in the evening, if you are there towards the evening, you see them packing things. Yeah. That they are distributing towards like northern part of Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was serving in the north, uh, at the point if you go to go and get some things at the market, they say, Wait, let them ask somebody in Ladebo, mm-hmm. and they will ask somebody in Ladebo. And like you said, in few days' time, one okay. luxurious bus is there to park, you will park, and they will find somehow, mm-hmm. somehow the thing is there. So it's, it's a big place, it's, it's, it's an interesting thing to, to, to see that place play a very big role in mm-hmm. trying to make sure that okay. Transportation is is possible for a lot of people. So, because mm-hmm. if people can't get past to service their car, they can true. They can move around. True, and um, I don't want to go into because lately we've been hearing so many things in the news. People talking about secession, you know, Nigeria breaking. Uh, the north should go on their own. The southeast, the southwest. Sometimes I just imagine if things like that, if something like that should happen, who is it going to hit the most? You know, because if we're being honest, like. The Igbos play a very pivotal role in terms of the financial aspect of this country. You know, when it comes to economics, the money, the flow of income, and, the, and everything, and the trade, and the trade exactly. Yeah, it so, hit us deeply. Who? We. Why I said we? Okay. Let me give you for instance now. If there is, let's say, a fight that happens between. If the cessation doesn't go on a normal level ground, like it turns out to be bloody, you know we invest heavily. Yes. On okay, housing, that's, that's let's for how, on housing, for instance, yeah. if you see some mansions that Ibos mm. built here, mm. the number of swamp we closed. Yeah, to San Yeah, we San to build and erect our edifice in this part of mm. the country. What if something bad happens? Like I don't know. Like last year, one of our drivers in the office was talking about the Osabiola stuff. For those that don't understand Osabiola, <laughs> can you break it down? You know, you know when 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 Abiola, yeah, the election was annulled. You understand? That was also means to run. Right? Yeah. We'll be teaching people small small people. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. many people left their okay. houses. Anyway, you that, that grew that, up in that, Lagos. That, that, that's part of the post-election crisis. Yeah, yes, that follows. Yes, yes. You that grew up in Lagos, your mother, even if I, I experienced it. No, okay, I'm experienced. Some, I remember. You, you remember it. Yeah. Yeah. So, what was it like? 
It wasn't funny. It wasn't As in, funny. I was laughing, but when it was, it wasn't like we all we went to the we went back home. Okay, Toba. Toba, yeah. It wasn't funny when he was when he was narrating the mm. issue to us. Then I was like, uh-uh. as I was laughing as he was narrating it, but it wasn't something you should make fun of. It was so deep. It was so bad. And if you can, if you imagine how the civil war unrest yes was, you know the impact or the effect of it. If that was like the Abiola incident, yeah. that's even like a scratch on the surface of what happened um, during yeah. the civil war. You know, so honestly, we don't pray for. Even if it's going to happen, I mean, I, I know there are countries where they amicably resolve these things. They just like go, in Serbia, Montenegro. Exactly. They just go their separate yeah. ways without war or anything. But well, Serbia in Nigeria, Montenegro. Well, for me, yeah. I, I think the thing is this: uh, Nigeria, um, we're we we're, we're, we're together. We're yeah. together, and uh, what we can do is. To look in well and say how do we make this system work for yeah. an outside man, for an Asian man, man, for a Benue man, for for the, to the minority, to the minorities. Yeah. And the thing, the thing is, before I came here, I was listening to Obaseki, uh, that's the governor of uh, those state where he was talking about in China, where he was saying something about uh, oil. The the era of oil is almost gone. You mm. know, states don't have money. They borrow Nigeria debt portfolio is going high, high and high. And you ask yourself, uh, there is no nation in this world that that become a serious nation like the, the, all the first world countries in this world by borrowing money or by this feeding bottle federalism that we practice. Where at the end of the month, everybody will rush to Abuja to go and collect money and come back. People look inward and say, well, what, how, what can we do? Mm. How do we generate revenue? How do we make our place very conducive for people to come? Uh, some people will say that restructuring is the key, and I think I'm part of the school of thought. I feel like we should restructure. Let let the component units start looking inward. How mm-hmm. do we make our places look very fine? So that if an outside man can decide to say, okay, I want to come to a neighbor land to trade, a neighbor man can say, okay, I want to stay in Lagos, I yeah. want to play a key part of what is happening here because I love this place and mm-hmm. I want to trade. Somebody can say, I want to go to you. Someone can say, I want to go to Beno to farm. Someone can say, I want to go to Tarapan, which is a very fine place, very mm-hmm. lovely place, tourism. I know. So it's just, uh, we've, we've not been blessed with good leaders. We've been blessed with a terrible set of leaders yeah. that behave like kids uh, with, with public funds. So I want to die in power. <laughs> so they spend. They're dying in power already. <laughs> <laughs> you spend the rest of the And it's not just a Nigerian thing. I think it's across Africa. Yes. You know, look at the Bobby case of, of Bobby Kimiru. Wine. You know. Museveni and Bobby Wine. Yeah. Bobby of Kimiru. <laughs> but anyway, um, I, I'm an advocate of unity. I would encourage us to leave as one people i know people have different opinions but i i feel united we stand we stand divided we fall and there's strength in numbers you know i know like people, Igbo people yeah. will say and you come a million or both so okay <laughs> 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 you can it's the same thing as being united now Mm. It's not, let's not just go deeper into it, but so I come on about it's about unity. Yes. Okay. So uh, about the um, places that are hotspots for businesses, you know, for Ibo, we mentioned Alaba Market, yeah. we mentioned Ladipo Trade Fair. Which other place again? Uh, I think Suri. So yeah, okay. So now we are that looking at Ibo Market. I don't know if for Ibo. So, so, so you have like that Aguda. 
Yeah. And we're a part of Lagos. Yeah. We are a lot of Igbos. So what do you think is the advantage, you know, as an Igbo person settling down in an area that is predominantly um, Igbo? Igbo? First of all, you have access to phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. let, let me say this thing. Shout out to my boss. When I first came to, as in my first few weeks of working in Lagos, my boss used to give me tip, weekend tip. Okay. She would give me and say, use this one and eat the phone. But there's this woman I normally, one in there in solo. I like the name. As in, one in there in solo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our phone will stop notch. Google, we have been there now. That time you came to see yeah. me in Solaya. No, so I, I think part of the reason is, is, is home, you know. Mm. You, you feel know, at home. You feel, feel at home. You feel yeah. at home because uh, when, you, when you leave your place, for example, you're from Abakleke or you're from mm. Enugu or you're from Anambra or you're from anywhere in the South East or where, and you move to Lagos to Hozo, and uh, you don't want to be in a place where you, don't, you can't hear someone speak your language yeah. or you can't, food, you can't see the kind of food that you are accustomed to easily. True. Or you can see the kind of people that worship the kind of and God that's you why even Nigerians that travel to say places in the UK, yeah. like in London, sorry, in the in England now, yeah. you find a lot of Nigerians in Leicester and Peckham and Peckham. Yeah. You find more Igbos in Leicester, okay, than Peckham. Yes, yes, maybe yes. mostly Europe. in Europe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Leicester is for Igbos. And you because... find Igbo people that have restaurants in, yes. in Leicester. They have so my my uncle has like a very big rest, restaurant in. And almost everyone that comes there, one way or the other, they kind of like they've known each other yeah. somewhere before even coming to the UK. It's a melting point of yeah. It's a melting point, let's say, of cultures of people. You yeah. know, when you meet together, where you get to see somebody, and somehow you run into somebody, somehow you can get support. Yeah, and, true. Uh, say if true. you don't get money, hide your face. But <laughs> that, these these places are places that if you if you don't get money, show your face. So if somebody can even see and, you. And the funny thing about as in being in. A place where Igbos are dominant. For instance, there was a day I, as in, there was a day I was in Isolo. Some guy I met in Onitsha, let's say two years, around 2015, I saw the guy in Isolo. But he told me he was staying in Lagos. I didn't even know you. So, mistakenly, I jumped in. As in, we exchanged pleasantry. Ah, I said, boy, how far? He said, when I go back and be, I stay in Isolo. Ah, I was very happy to see him and it's very good to be as in, even in Mal- people that travel to Malaysia now, mm. they always make sure that they are in a place that is dominated by we Igbo. So you will always feel at home. Imagine going to a place where you are the only person no, speaking no, Igbo. No, no, it, 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 it's, it's, I think it's just common knowledge and it's common wisdom. Because it, you find it hard to adapt. Not just even with Aosa, with Yoruba, with anybody with a job, like if mm-hmm. you're going to a place like, for example, uh, let's say you're traveling out of Nigeria, going to Australia, yeah. it might not be Igbos, but there are Nigerians there, yeah. and you know that we're from the same country, all of us cross Lagos, exactly. we don't enter, we don't enter traffic, traffic yeah. don't beat us, Agile traffic don't hold us, <laughs> we know, you know, just, you know nostalgic, yeah, so yeah. we have shared experiences, yeah. we can easily connect with each other, then it becomes sweet that when you see somebody that knows how to speak your language, that ah, you're Igbo and I'm an Igbo, it makes it, you know, you get the bond gets closer stronger, and yeah. stronger. And, and, and the thing about it is that instead of all the super super, you'll be comfortable <laughs> speaking your Igbo and it's very good. It's yeah. very good. Not all the time super super. So what are the challenges you think that um, a lot of people or Igbo people in the Southwest are being faced with? On a daily basis, maybe in terms of business, accommodation issues, and all that. Let me start with 
Me? Yeah, you. First of all, I think um, housing issue, for instance, is one dominant issue we experience here. Because one, most of us even deny being able in order to secure an accommodation in this place. Mm. Because there are places that if you are, as in, if you are able, just forget. Like it. which places? Let's shake the table. No, as in, you know, let's, I'm a diplomatic person. No, no, I don't no, no, like. Let's, let's, I just name the area. This <laughs> should give us the name of the landlord. Let tell us the area so that I mean. Uh, before I left, before I left, just okay. so There okay. are some places I you went to. As in, when I just said that I was able, like the reception wasn't. Solomon. Yes, the reception wasn't that mm. cool. Then. Let's say the largest side. There are some places. Mm. I've heard stories like but that. But they won't. It even, doesn't happen to they me. Won't, yeah. They won't show it to yeah. you. They won't even some show it to you that, man, we don't want your kind of person mm. in this building. But imagine. Some will just use all, you know, all these mm, corner, corner way. Um, so I think someone came the other day. So I don't think the house is available again. But you know, deep down. Mm. The person doesn't are, just yes, you. the person doesn't want you. Like, there was one Facebook post my friend made. He said his friend called him on the phone. So he was speaking English to the guy. The guy was speaking English to him. He told him to just act like he wasn't him on the phone. So during their conversation, his friend denied his evilness <laughs> in order to secure the accommodation. So under the comment, I asked him, bro, how come your friend denied his tribe? Or his origin. He said, man, that the guy loved the accommodation that he saw. And there was nothing he could do. And you know, finding accommodation in this Lagos is worrisome and tiring. Because one, you are looking for a street that won't be flooded during the raining season. So the best time to uh-huh. find houses is during the raining season. Raining season, you understand? Yeah. So, before you we are in good. It's the original rule of looking for houses. Yes, yes, you understand. So, so <laughs> yes. So the guy said, "Man, he had to do it because he don't know whether he will still get another place he will stay." I think another thing that uh, challenge of being Igbo in Lagos. I don't want to say it's an Igbo thing, but I would say it's a uh, uh, it's a it's a Nigerian thing, all okay. right? Because uh, if we, everybody. If, face that same challenge is the multiplicity of taxes mm-hmm. that people pay all right uh every day uh let's say you have, you have people that are bus drivers mm-hmm. that drive let me say from uh uh Yanoba or that alaba side yeah. alaba suru down to uh, cms or the ones that move from cms to lapwe aja you mean that you talk to them uh, they complain about how they pay money to one aboriginal. The NURTW. The NURTW. Like, if you ask them, what, what is this money being used I for? I pay for those drivers most times. Like, they, sometimes, sometimes it pays <laughs> like 10 people. And, and there's not, uh, and nobody can account for this. Yes. And, and so, and bring it back to people that, people, same people, mm. in, people in shops, people that are selling at, like, uh, at the street. Uh, yeah. All these workers. All this, same thing. Mm. So, that, and it's not an evil thing because once you're in Lagos, yeah, you go pay money. Everybody. You so. go pay money. If you, sometimes you pay to the spirit. Or you pay to the, <laughs> <laughs> then this one they call a uh, Kai, Kai people. I don't know the animal, but there's this woman I normally buy granite from in VI. Every time she would tell me, man, I come late because I don't want these Kai people to to confiscate my goose. 
But there was something that happened that made me angry. I'm not trying to invoke an ethnicity uh, clash here, but let me give you an instance what happened. The woman stays with a Yoruba woman. The Yoruba woman sells a um, handkerchief and let's say um, nose mask. The day Kai came, Kai took her granites. But the neighbor that happened to be a Yoruba woman, they just did eyes right. Like that she was blind. They just did the research on the Yoruba woman. Mm. Nothing was taken from that woman. The woman was even crying, you know. The woman selling the woman was crying to me, like, man, look at this woman. Nothing was taken as in what she that is trying to survive on her ground. I felt sad that day, but anyway, like they always say, Anya Bego, Bego. We don't come Legos, we say we don't come Legos. So anything we see, we just take it like that. So Man goes over. That's like outside the country too. There's white privilege. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. If our blacks are yes. back, definitely. So, so I think it's a global problem. It starts from tribalism. It evolves into racism. And it, like, xenophobia. Go, like everything breaks yeah. down. There's also classism too. Yeah, yes, that has nothing to even do with tribe or your ethnic yes. or whatever. It's just about your social. Even in Lagos Island, there yeah. are places you park cars. You yeah. understand? All these. Uh, <laughs> What are they calling themselves? No. These people that normally talk us. I've forgotten their name. Uh, CID, CBD, I think. CBD mm. then. It's not every car they see that. Not last month. I think CBD. There are days they will go on a, on an attack spray. But the funny thing is that there are cars they will see. <laughs> you then not. It's just like double drivers now in Lagos, mm. you know. They, they can they like overtaking cars yeah, in yeah, but it gets it gets car we say you know you will just stay back with the car they front yes. like, because you know if you drive that car moto yes yes we see serious one we do feel for the next ten years so there's levels a, a G wagon is in front of you yeah, a very serious a very serious car you, you don't drive you don't want to do anything because mm-hmm. just the mirror alone is your house red your house red and your children's school fees. And you look at it like, let me leave, let me, let me leave this guy to go. So it's, mm. it's a big challenge. So for, for those that have, um, I won't say that are just listening, because I almost thought this was a live radio show. <laughs> I didn't say for those that are just tuning in. But this is a podcast anyway. Uh, but I'll just do a quick recap. So we've been talking about some of the challenges and um, faced by Igbo people in Lagos and um, what it feels like to be Igbo you know, in the southwestern part of Nigeria. And we talked about accommodation. We talked about, um, you know, business hotspots here in Lagos for Igbo people as well. And uh, what do you think is the key importance of preserving our culture, you know, even as Lagosians? In- well, I, I think it's I think it's important for for us to preserve our culture. Uh, the reason why the reason being being that uh, that is that is the only way we can easily tell who we are. Identity. And, and do that because our identity comes from our culture, from who we are sure. as, as a people, uh, with the kind of the kind of things that we do, what people know us as. And if you forget where you're coming from, if you forget who you are, the rest of the day, you're not going to know. You're not going to know where you're going to. Where you're going to at mm. the end of the day. Let so, me chip something. Well, in but sorry, before okay. before you proceed, mm. how do you greet your Igbo friends? Like when you bump into them. How about you? No, I greet as in as, 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 as an amateur boy. As, as we have as many, many yeah. yes, yes. 
one they kill Yeah. I put a one. Yeah. <laughs> many, there are many. But it's also, also, also it's, it's age, it's age. Yes, yes. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Like, like I understand what you mean. Yeah. So you can't yeah. greet somebody of forty. Or yeah. So someone is older than me. Yeah. Like, so that way. So, yeah. Like me now, if I see an elderly person, mm. like I'll maybe I'll say chief, chief. I can have one more. Yeah, something like that. So just and if you say woman, it's different. Ah, uh, of course. Not. So how do you greet mm, me? Ne, ne, good afternoon. Ne, 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 ne. No, no, <laughs> that, that, that one is your as in your age mate now. But okay. even mostly, I think I let's say all these elderly people. I start with mommy. Yeah, mommy. Mommy, mommy. good afternoon. Apotakwa, <laughs> You add that one. Then like the question you asked, yeah. I think. One thing we it was in Southwest should always tend to do is um, teach our kids mm. how to speak Igbo because there are something we call alabotu. Yeah, alabotu simply before, yes, yeah. yes. Alabotu is all these um, instances whereby your kids don't know their hometown, they don't travel at all, most don't know their grandmothers. Mm. But the issue now is. Teaching your kids Igbo language. Like in a the market, there is this my customer. She's Igbo, though she's from Ebony State. Well, why kids, did you say she's Igbo, though she's from Ebony State? No, so. sorry, I'm not trying to. No, no, no. I'm not trying to. No, 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 no. I'm not trying to profile her or okay, something like that. Okay. Just I'm trying to see her state. Nothing, nothing okay. uh, condescending. No, no, no. Okay. So. There was a day I spoke Igbo to her. She was surprised that I'm Igbo. Because normally, anybody you see in Lagos, you just speak English because you don't know whether the yeah. person is Igbo. So the day, I mistakenly, I'm, I'm not, let me not say mistakenly, I just said something in Igbo. We greeted well. I thought I didn't know she was Igbo. She told me that she's Igbo, she's from Igbo. I said, okay, fine. So one Saturday, I just came to the market. I saw the daughter. She was just looking at me like, what are you saying? I said, have you been to your village? No. That I think, she said, I think I've been there once or twice. Ha! I was surprised, though. I was surprised. But you having an Igbo, you being Igbo, you need to teach your kids Igbo. Mm. Because imagine you have all these village meetings. Speaking, speaking of, speaking, yeah, speaking of village meetings now, mm-hmm. now we have two representatives here, yeah. you know, Igbo communities. What are they called again? Ezendi Igbo. Yeah. I guess, what do you think is the importance of having such people here uh, in Lagos? Or attending I, such meetings? No, it's good to have meetings. Mm. It's good it's because, good. one, it brings unity. Okay. Let's say, uh, uh, let's give for instance now, we have Aja branch. Okay. Let's say, let me give you an example. Newe people, let's say they have their Aja branch, Sule branch, but they have the general um, general um, gathering okay. whereby they have the first chairman, as in the general chairman of, let's say, such a meeting. You understand? One, it, it fosters unity. That's okay. one of the major things mm. it does because if anybody has an issue, everybody comes together to help. And so the and you think we are well represented by this, you know, um, people. Yeah. We are we are representing some of them politicize the whole thing. 
I don't. I well, don't. You know, you know, you know. Even even Jesus had Judas. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, there is always a Judas in every. Yeah. Let's say out of ten, maybe uh, one uh, or two. So, every twelve. Uh, there's always so, if Jesus Jesus is Jesus is the same you had twelve. Yeah, So the idea they're doing their own and they're doing their best. It's just that for for them to understand it. Let me translate what he said. He said Jesus has twelve disciples <laughs> and he, he had one um, be, um Judas, right? Yeah, yeah one Judas, right? Mm-hmm. So and us too, we are like him, yeah. right? And De- definitely, we're also going to have you know people betraying us. Yeah, betraying well. the cost. Yeah, the cost. Yeah. Okay. So it's just important for the S and that tribe of Judah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's important for the S and even uh, the women leaders in the market, mm. to understand the realities of today. What we face, you know, speak for us when they get access to government. Uh, when they're speaking for us, especially those that are within the maybe uh, the. Island, the Tinkan Island yeah. that deal with government in terms of how to clear goods and rest of them or bring things inside the country or, you know, just help in the community relations. Mm. And it's important for them to speak the truth and understand that it's a position that is there for the people, mm-hmm. not for personal aggrandizement because now but of course, I got my... If you feel that... Uh, if you feel it won't touch me. It won't touch you. Somehow, somehow, it will touch you. Mm. Even if you say, look, I say, look, I say, so it's very very important that uh, okay. they are honest, I didn't hear the last one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, what you're saying is yeah. uh, let's say if I'm having a wedding ceremony okay. now, I can cook for the crowd and oh. the crowd will finish my food. Okay. But if the crowd cook for me, you can't man, finish it. True. Can't finish That's deep. It. That's deep. I love <laughs> Igwa, Africa. <laughs> Africa proverb. No, it's Igwa there's, proverb. There's a group on Facebook I follow. It's called African. You need to see some of the things they type there. Like some really, it sounds basic to some people, but when but it's like very it, deep. It's very, very yes, now yeah. very deep. You know, it's very. Deep. Anyway, we've we've talked about a lot of things, and we can go on and on and on and on and on. But do you have like any closing remark before we wrap this up? Okay. Okay. For for me, I think uh, Lagos is a good place. Mm. Uh, it's a good place, and uh, uh, for anybody that is coming here, or for someone that is here already, just. Uh, uh, be open to opportunities, uh, do your best, and uh, that is the most important thing. If, 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 if you say, this is what I want, this is what I want, God will, God will help you. And uh, that is it. And uh, just keep doing your best and be a good citizen. And uh, those that plan to throw us into the lagoon, they will not throw us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, basically, I think my stay so far it's been what the world but lagos can bless and my you not everybody will get that opportunity or mm. be great in lagos because one god as in you might be here like 10 years you might not even get that breakthrough you're expecting because some of us have this mentality of I must break the genes of making it in Lagos. But meanwhile, God said, let me not be religious. <laughs> yeah. But speak, preach. <laughs> I'm not trying to be religious, but preach, pastor. you can go back to Anicha or anywhere mm. in this country and you can still make it. 
that's, that's just then, it. Then it, make sure you're going to a place that is not like, uh, what's it called? Meduguri, that place. Uh, no, 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 no. no, no. Uh, when there's a security report, make sure, make sure where you're going, the government no, says you God go. will always bless oh. anywhere you want. On your neighbor, but why we always come, why we do come here is because of the opportunities. But the opportunities comes with stress, so I won't ah, lie. Oh, waking, up, <laughs> waking up at 4 a.m., uh-huh. beating the traffic. You say nothing good comes easy. Nothing of good. Course, better no. go hard, believe it. Nothing good comes easy. There are days I spend up to four hours in the traffic. Can imagine. Get home around. Where do you stay in Lagos? For security purposes, I don't have any guys. For security reasons, I don't have anywhere I stay. Okay. I can stay on the mainland today, like a month. The upper one, I stay on the island. So okay. But this uh, podcast was recorded on the island. island definitely. Just like yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't know which island. Can and, 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 island. And, and, and let me see. And, and let me give you guys one funny thing that happened to me today. He gave me his address around <laughs> nine. Okay. Bro, I left house around ten. I got to his house around twelve. Two hours. And we Two hours. Stay far, and for those that don't know. On we'll a very good far. day. It's supposed to be like 30 minutes. 30 minutes. minutes. I'm, as in, I'm meant to be in this yeah. place around 30 And it's a Saturday again. And on a Saturday, you can imagine. the traffic was heavy. Welcome to a call. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, that's why we have this podcast. And that's why you have to survive Lagos. Exactly. So, uh, but not everybody will survive it. Shout out to my man, Atama. Atama stayed here like two years. Man, he had to run back. He told me, man, ran back he can't do it. Even my cousin said... Talking back. So then later came back. As far as they were not used to the whole thing, that yeah. some now they didn't want to go back again to where they came from. Oh, you know, especially ladies. You should be grateful for some that okay, you you are Lagos. <laughs> like somebody took me in okay. when I first got here. Anyway, big thank you to Ezra Jackson. He accommodated me like five months in this town, gave me a roof over my head, gave me food. Bro, as in Chuku then my brother, which is Kukwa Yanga, I come from Dibu, no nature. 2023, thank you very much. You have been a, bro- a brother to me, bro. Okay, so I can't thank you enough. Instant appreciation. As in, shout out to Il Bliss, Ogabos, you know, uh, for holding it down for the culture in Lagos. Shout out to every Igbo artist. Who do you listen to? Apart mm. from Fino and Flavor. I know those are like the two. Um, popular popular guys now mm. but to me i don't know if people will know okay with the family with the bunch hmm. they are my favorite i need to google that ah bro <laughs> no again again the music as in bro as in ejike wamba i'm feeling them then also he came mazili material on your nature uh bro his latest album if okay you need to listen to I will. I'll check it out. Just check it out. One of the best. So, um, it's been an interesting convo so far, almost 40 minutes. And um, we've talked about so many things that matter, you know, and that's why it's called Surviving Nico. We don't just talk about, you know, the traffic, the stress and everything. We've, we also dive into other topics, you know, like culture. And uh, that this is why Surviving Nico is a lifestyle and society-oriented podcast. Make sure you subscribe to... Um, our podcast on Anchor, on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. You know, tell a friend to tell a friend, you know, to tell a friend about the Surviving Eco podcast. And uh, God bless you all for listening. But before I close, I'd like to say that 
um, unity is very important. Most times when people ask me, where am I from? I tell them, I'm not Igbo, I'm Nigerian. And when Nigerians ask me, where am I from? I tell them, I'm not Nigerian, I'm African. And when Africans ask me, where am I from? I tell them, I'm not African, I'm a global citizen. My when, when, when aliens <laughs> now ask me, where are you from? I mean, I'm all over the yeah, universe. Yeah, so basically, yeah. I'm just saying, wherever you find yourself, home home is wherever you find yourself. Yes, you know? definitely. So, and I just try as much as possible to enjoy my stay wherever. And I go back home, by the way. You are you to, serious? I do. I go back home. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't you know, I'm not in the village. Hey, I'm not in the village. Hey, guys. Um, I'm, I want to chip in something else. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> Bro, uh, bros and sisters, Papa and Mama, big congratulations to Feko. He won the one mic Africa. But the mic Africa. Okay, the mic Africa. Okay, yeah. the one mic. The, <laughs> you are boy, boy, boy. The mic Africa. He won it on quite December that first. No, uh, yeah, that's first of January. Yeah. yeah. So be looking out for his new album on the way. Yeah. But before then, on my EP he goes there you before the main album. Oh, a rapper club. So. I saw you wearing, I saw one of my guests wearing Tribe of Judah hat. I'm like, what is it? How did you get that cap? Hey. Uh, I'll tell you later. All right, that'll be off. Anyway, guys, I'll talk to you on the next episode of the Surviving Eco podcast. Peace out. Peace out, man. One day I do.